What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie. And if it is a little windy in the background, I, oh my gosh, I love it. Like, it is not sunny. It is not gorgeous in Florida right now. But the freaking waves in the lake just look beautiful. It reminds me of the ocean. The wind is blowing. It's not hot as three hells like Florida usually is. So I'm actually just super, I'm super happy about it. So today, like the title of the podcast says, Lead Like a Goddess. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what feminine leadership looks like. Talk about the differences and why it's so important uh, that we see more of this in the world. Now, I'm not sure how deep I'm going to go today. I do have an outline. I want to try to stick to it. But I, I'm also probably going to tap into a little bit about my mission with mind and body and why I feel it's so important for women to be elevated in a healthy way. So before I begin, if you are a male or if you are someone that's listening and the first thought is, oh, she's going to go on a tangent about anti-men. No, like that is not what mind and body is all about. In fact, I recently saw a Instagram carousel thread where the um, it had a bunch of pictures of women with their men, and it's like, she's Barbie, he's just Ken. She's Barbie, he's just Ken. And it was for a page called Girl CEO. And my problem with both sides of the fence is this. We can empower women without disempowering men. Men, you can be empowered without disempowering women. But for whatever reason, um, because it sells, it's so much easier to polarize when you do that. So that may mean slow growth for us at Mind and Body because I'm not going to throw men under the bus. I'm going to hold them accountable for the ones that are here and and are seeing things and are not doing anything to stand up. But we're not going to throw men under the bus. I'm a mother of two boys. And I think sometimes my feminine empowerment uh, mission gets misinterpreted by men who are wounded, who are hurt, and haven't been given the space to address and process their pain. And as I was telling a client on a call last night, what we don't process, we project. And so whatever doesn't get processed gets projected onto other people. And we are living in a world right now that is the product of centuries of men who were not given the space to learn how to process their frustrations, their fears, their emotions. And so as a result, we have a bunch, uh, we have a, a world full of people who are angry and are projecting their unprocessed emotions in the most unhealthiest of ways. And because physically men have been stronger, this is this is kind of what it's resulted in, right? Um, and so, like I said, I'm going to kind of dance on the mission of mind and body, but I do believe that when there's more confident women in positions of leadership, it will help balance the scales of the world right now. Um, it's a no-brainer. When you think of wars being fought, they're not usually led by women or started by women, unless you're, you know, think about the Trojan War. Uh, when you think about um, a lot of the things, the, the, the destroying of the fudging earth, Like if you look it up right now, UN stats, United Nations stats, women, you'll see that when women are empowered, women have money. We put more money into things like saving the planet, uh, making sure that health and nutrition is a priority and also making sure that education is a priority. These are just things women do. I'm not saying that men in leadership is bad. Like obviously they've been, you know, whatever, they've been doing the thing, but there, there gets to be both. 
There gets to be capitalism. There gets to be leadership. There gets to be assertive leadership and all this jazz. But there also gets to be space for, hey, let's save this planet. Hey, let's make sure that people are actually eating on this planet. Hey, let's make sure that our kids are actually being properly educated. These sort of things. And so I'm going to dive in real quick uh, today about my different experiences with feminine leadership and why it is so important to me that this is something that 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 gets pushed more and that more women step into the forefront and lead the way they were meant to lead. So real quick, my experience with feminine leadership. One of my first female bosses that I just, I will never forget her. I hope she hears this. Michelle, girl, you were a dream come true. I remember watching you run that restaurant like it was your household. This woman was the GM and she knew everything about her restaurant. She knew it like the back of her hand. She would be on the, I would I would come in and she'd be on the grill. She'd be grilling. Hey, Bonnie, make sure this is here. Make sure this is here. Da, da, da. And then I'd be like, hey, where's so-and-so? She's like, he's off today. He's on vacation for the next two weeks. I'm like, well, where's so-and-so? He doesn't work Tuesdays because this is not. She knew everybody's schedule like the back of their hand she knew the restaurant like the back of her hand like she was a fair boss but she was also very firm and it just blew my mind how she held her own and she didn't make anybody feel like shit while doing it that was like the definition to me of feminine leadership she brought her firm uh she stood in her power but she didn't lord her power over anybody she 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 had favorites but she didn't make it very like you know like she didn't pick and choose with her favorites so michelle if you're listening you were one of the best examples that i ever got to watch of feminine leadership thank you now on the other side which is what i got most of the time more often than not this was my usual experience with feminine leadership uh, so that was my manager at Shell. She was a phenomenal woman. She stood in her power and she led like a lady and she she ran that business like like nobody's own, right? On the other hand, when I went to work at a place called Longhorn Steakhouse, I had a manager named Joe. Yes, I'm putting her out there because I hope that she has recovered from whatever was up her ass. But And I know what it is. It's her trying to keep up with the men. And so this woman, I remember when she would talk to me, she would belittle me. She was condescending. She just, it was... Um, if I made a mistake, instead of giving me grace or space to grow, it was just ridicule, cutting your shifts. Just it was just it did not feel good. I was afraid to come to her with my problems, and I and 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 I'm sure some of you women can relate. It, it it didn't empower me. It didn't make me feel like I could stand up to her or at least come to her with my problems. So what does that do? While I'm working now, I'm hyper stressed, worried I'm gonna mess up because Joe's gonna come say something to me, and because I'm I'm like this, of course I mess up. And instead of correcting me or teaching me. It it was just reprimand, reprimand, reprimand. It was a very uncomfortable experience. Uh, at NBC Sports Grill, this is this is the epitome of why my heart goes out to females in leadership and why I really started to take uh, this women's health thing to another level. When I worked at NBC Sports Grill, the women, the, every manager there was like this, like crabs in a bucket. They didn't care anything about the employees unless they were sleeping with them. And it was like anything to get to the top, anything to get a promotion. One of my opening managers, I'm not going to throw her name out there because I believe she's still there. But I remember she was about 10 years younger than me. So she very well could have been one of my high school students that I used to mentor. And she went to Winter Park High. So she probably uh, was in the same class with a lot of the students I used to mentor. And instead of humbly talking to this team of adults who have been serving longer than she's had a job, uh, she was also very condescending and very fake and like this. And she would talk to you like this and pretend and tell you the meanest thing ever, but smile while she did it, so it was okay. 
And you just like, you wouldn't know how to respond to that. You'd want to be like, girl, shut the fuck up. First of all, you're like 10, like it just, it did not make you feel warm or welcome. I remember I had to do my mock service with her. And that's where before they let you start taking tables, they, you wait on the managers, right? And so they have, because it was a corporate restaurant, they had very strict standards and it was a new theme. It was a new concept and they really wanted us to do things a certain way. So I did everything by the book because I knew she was batshit crazy. And instead she completely flipped the script on me and which is great, like as an entrepreneur, I now see what she was doing and, and I love that kind of work, but she didn't do that for anybody else. Everybody else, she played by the rules, but with me, she made sure to trip me up. I remember the, the drinks that I was supposed to suggest. I remember the items and everything. And when, when I started trying to go through my mock with her, she just kept tripping up. Well, I don't like that. Well, I don't like that. And that's not usually how you do the mock service. You just want to test to see if people know the menu, not trip them up on their feet. And this was how she led. This is how she thought she was teaching. But you don't need to humiliate anyone to teach. And more often than not, what I have experienced in most male-dominated spaces um, for men that haven't done the inner work or just aren't good leaders, shit, it's not a male thing. It's just poor leadership. However, the majority of leadership in the world is male. So as it's statistically speaking, this is what I've experienced more. Humiliation teaching, where I'll humiliate you and I bet you won't forget again. And that's not really how that works. Anybody who's come from an abusive family knows that humiliating someone into behaving well, not only are you damaging, ruining the relationship, but you're also ruining the loyalty that this person could have for you. Why would I want to perform for you? Why would I want to be a good employee for you? Why would I want to help you reach your numbers when you humiliate me rather than teach me? You make it very clear that the bottom line and that your goals and that your objectives matter to you more than me. And that makes sense when you run a business, like goals and this, this and that. But for a, 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 a corporation that is that large with, with this much um, ability to be able to train and teach their leaders, this was a very poor, very, very poor management team that opened that restaurant. And it only continued. It was so bad, in fact, that I think in the three years, I was there for five years. In year three, I had already been through 33 different managers, 33, okay? 33 managers in three years. That means 11 different managers a year. We're just running through them. Why? Because the leadership was poor. There was no solid foundation for it. And it got even worse as I was on my way out the door. Two women that I really looked up to but felt really sorry for at this restaurant. And they both sacrificed their health, their bodies, and their mental sanity for this restaurant that ended up firing them during the pandemic. So what was so different about these two women? Well, for one, I remember um, they never ate. And if I complained about working long hours, like 12 to 14 hours without breaks, these women were working 14, 16, 18 hours without breaks. And when I'd be like, hey, ladies, do you have any water today? No, Bonnie, can't drink water. Can't leave the floor. People are calling me. They have headsets on. I'm like, you can't drink water because then, you, then you'd have to go to the bathroom. You mean like a human? They would literally sacrifice their bodies to to make sure that they got promoted uh, and, and to make sure because they're trying to trying to run as fast as the guys do. And, and it is a true thing. Like if you're a male listening, this is true. The women don't get paid as much as the men do. And so I understood where they were coming from, but they literally ruined relationships, ruined the morale and ruined their own bodies to try to get to this place that didn't even hold a space for them after they had sacrificed everything. I wonder how many of us can relate to that. Well, I watched this happen. I listened to their stories. One of the women told me that she had been not taking care of her body so, like she had been neglecting her body so badly 
that they were at a, a luncheon at Mythos, which is an Islands of Adventure. That one, um, if you've been to Islands of Adventure, the one place, there's only one Greek restaurant in there. Um, and it's in the uh, the Lost Continent. So like where the Poseidon's Fury ride is or show and all that jazz. And so she said they were having a lunch there and she just couldn't talk. She couldn't respond. Like she, she felt like she was having a stroke. Like she didn't know what happened. They had to come get an ambulance and take her out. She hadn't eaten in days or something was wrong. Like she lost sight. She lost, like she just was no longer coherent because the hours that they were working, the malnourishment and obviously the dehydration because they weren't drinking any water. Um, this went on a lot. I remember at one point, one of my managers was limping through the restaurant and I'm like, I'm just going to make up a name. Ashley, Ashley, are you okay? And she's like, I got to be here. I got to be here. And she's the GM at this point. And I'm watching her literally kill her body and do things like the way that she would talk to us was so disrespectful and so condescending and then come up and smile on our face later, kind of like the first girl. And I watched this and I was just like, man, at the time I didn't know I was going to start Body by Bonds or, or maybe I had started it. I don't know. But at the time I didn't know Body by Bonds was going to turn into Mind and Body. And I have such a, a heart and a soft spot for women like that, that that's eventually like where, at least me personally as a coach, my other coaches can continue to work with the clients they do. But me personally, I want to work with women like that who are in these corporate spaces, who are literally killing themselves, trying to keep up with these, with, with what culture has told them, the hustle culture, the grind culture, right? That's literally killing them. And so that, those are all examples of how not to lead as a female and what happens as a result. Like it, it really is sad to me that the two of them lost their jobs for this place that they literally were like crabs in a bucket running their body into the ground to try to get. So those are examples of how not to lead. This is, these are some of the, the traits of feminine leadership. Number one, think of a mother. Think of a mother, a loving mother and how she runs her home. This is what feminine leadership is gonna look like. So it's gonna be marked by empathy. Okay, I can't tell you how many times when I worked at the airport and I was a young single mom in school, two young children, and I was begging to be put on the um, the morning shift so that I could take my kid to school and then come right into work and then be out in time to go pick my kid up from school and not have to pay for extended day. And the manager, for whatever reason, he did not like me and he made it his business to throw to make my schedule all over the place. So sometimes it's at night and I'm like, hey, I don't always have a sitter. My seven-year-old and my like, you know, like 11-year-old are sitting at home. Like, is there any way we can switch? And it wasn't anything like it wasn't anything that he couldn't do. He just didn't want to do it for me. Right? No empathy whatsoever. Like, oh, well, that's your problem. I don't care. That's not my life. Empathy. Feminine leadership is led with empathy. It doesn't mean you're a doormat, but it means that you understand that people have lives. Why? Because you probably have had kids yourself and you understand. And even if you don't have kids, you know what it's like growing up to have a single mom or to watch a mom trying to do all these things. And for whatever reason, it's very hard for humans, I'm not going to say men, humans to sympathize or empathize with other people. Um, empathy. The second thing is emotional intelligence. I remember thinking so much like, do these people, do they understand what they're doing to the morale of their team when they carry on like this? And it was clear that they either didn't care or they were just so out of touch with humanity, their own emotions, but there was no emotional intelligence there whatsoever. Feminine leadership incorporates that. Uh, collaborative efforts, right? Where it's not just uh, you do this, you do that, and I only do this, and you can't touch that like it's a collaboration. We're really big on inclusion and making sure that people feel included because that's our mothering instincts. That is our caretaker in us. That is the nurturing part of us. We're also heavy on communication, you know, because we talk a lot. 
So feminine leadership is going to make sure that things are probably over communicated, if anything. Um, holistic approach. I love the, the holistic approach that we bring to it and the teamwork. And I'm not saying that men don't do that. What I am saying is that when you there is a big difference in a team that is led by an emotionally regulated woman standing in her power who knows her authority and knows her power. Her power is not in being demanding and controlling and being a bitch. Her power comes in being able to show empathy, being able to communicate well, being able to include everyone and being able to have um, doing what makes the most sense versus this is what history has done. We've always done it this way. Well, what makes the most sense? That was a problem I ran into my first term as president at Toastmasters. Well, Bonnie, we've never done it that way. Well, Bonnie, we don't do it this way. Well, Bonnie, that's not the way that we've done it before. And I'm like, that's awesome. However, this is not how it was before. Things have changed. This is, I'm president. This is the way I want to do it. And it's not even about this is the way I want to do it. It's like, does this make more sense than what you used to do before? Okay, so then let's be a little more innovative. Feminine leadership tends to be uh, more innovative and more flowy, right? More creative. Um, and when I say creative, I just mean, because obviously men create. However, we see things from a different view because of the way that our brains are wired, because that that connection from the left side to the right side to the brain, I can't remember what that's called, that cell, not cell membrane, but there's something that connects them that is so much thicker in women that our ability to go from the logic part of our brain to the more intuitive and emotional one, it's so much stronger. So we get the best of both worlds instead of just compartmentalized logic and rationality, which is dope and it's super decisive, and it's concise, and it gets shit done. But having a female on your team, she's going to be looking at it from all angles and tapping in to see what feels good, not just for her, but for the collective, because that's a part of having the emotional intelligence. And so these are some of the things. This is, this is just the tip of the iceberg about what I'll be talking about next Thursday, April 20th, 420. At 11.30 a.m., is it 11.30, 11.00? Yes, 11.30 a.m. at the Lead Like a Goddess Lunch and Learn. So if you're local and you're in the Orlando area and you happen to be downtown doing business or you're an entrepreneur and you have a little more flexibility, I would love to see you there 4.20, 11.30 a.m. at Serendipity Labs. We're doing a lunch and learn on how to lead like a goddess because there are too many of us that are running our bodies into the ground, like my old manager's, and it's not even worth it, right? Think of like how when you, we sacrifice ourselves to for a guy, right? Like, or when you sleep with a guy when, when you're younger, because we don't do that anymore, right, ladies? No. When you sleep with a guy because you want you want him to like you and, and you think that this will work. And then turns out that's not what he wanted. That's what we do when we put on our, our, our pants and try to act like a man instead of leaning into the very divine gifts that God, that our maker, that our creator made us to have. Things go so much smoother. Ladies, one of my favorite things about feminine leadership or just being in touch with your, your goddess-like divine powers is that I see there's some things that 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 my, my guy will tell me, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to be more like this, you need to be more like this. And I just look at him and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because in my head, I'm like, that's for you. That's how you get ahead in your male spaces. And these are the things that you have to do in your male spaces. I don't have to do that. I can if you want me to be a you with a skirt on, but I'm not a, woman, a man with a skirt on. I'm not you with a skirt on. I'm me. I'm a female. So I'm going to approach this situation in a way that makes sense. 
So there's some way, there's some situations in the in the business space or professional world where yes, you do need to be assertive and yes, you need to be a certain way. But then there's also places and times and situations where it is so much more appropriate and so much more inviting and appreciated when we show up as the women that we are created to be versus a carbon copy of a man, you know, a female trying to be a man. So ladies, if this resonated with you, if you know someone that this would resonate with, if you have homegirls that come home from work every day crying about you know, their job and how they're being treated, or maybe it's you coming home crying about how you're being treated or feeling like you're never gonna get ahead or wondering why you can't keep up or whatever, maybe your nervous system is absolutely fried. I have a friend, girl, I hope you're watching, and she works in a law office with a lawyer and it's an office full of women and he's absolutely terrible and horrible to them and snaps and is just crazy and never apologizes and runs through staff like nothing. If you know someone that's in a work environment like that, make sure that they tune in, okay? I'm gonna try to do my best to get this live streamed. That will be super dope. Um, the worst curse scenario, I'll probably turn it into a workshop if I'm able to, uh, and then put it on the mind and body workshop and just uh, have it as one of the freebies that you can check out sometime. So that is that is it for today, guys. I wanted to remind you and kind of plant this seed that even though uh, if a lot of you guys are abroad and you won't be able to make it to this workshop because it's here in Orlando, I want you to have your eyes open and be ready for something big coming in May. It's something that the Mind and Body team has been working to create for women who are wanting to step it up in their life, women who are already in roles of leadership or who are looking to take that next step into becoming a leader in whatever capacity that means for you. Whether that means stepping up at work and becoming getting promoted, whether that means stepping it up in the house and not just being the the mom that sits around all day long and doesn't take care of herself, but the mom that is that is a a, a powerful force for the family. Maybe you're a business owner, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a coach. In whatever capacity, we have to lead. And I wanna give you the tools so that you can lead the way that you were created to. So we will be launching in May, drum roll please, the Mind and Body Collective. And the Mind and Body Collective is going to be our first ever just straight up mindset, manifestation, feminine embodiment, membership, subscription area. Right now we have a membership that is strictly for fitness and lifestyle changes, but the Mind and Body Collective is gonna be for those women who are committed to growth and who are committed to stepping it up as leaders in whatever capacity. So the difference here, I wanna make sure that this is a community of women who are committed to growth, a community of women who are willing to encourage one another, a community of women who are wanting to do the work to become their best self so that they can make a difference in this world. That's who that community is for. So that will be launching in May. I will continue to be talking more about details. If you want to know more about that, um, just shoot me a DM. You know I'm down to talk and give you all the details. But the Mind and Body Collective is something I know a lot of you ladies have been waiting for. It is going to be our home. It is going to be where I do all of my live pop-ups, like the podcast. I'm going to try to stop doing these so much um, because I'll have them in there for the community. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait for Lead Like a Goddess. I can't wait for Mind and Body Collective to launch our very own membership for the 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 fierce and the fearless women of the world <sighs> i'm gonna eat my bowl now and i'm gonna think about how excited i am about all of the changes and all of the moves and all of the waves that we as ladies are making to help make this world a better place so thank you for tuning in today 
If you enjoyed today's podcast, do me a favor and screenshot this and post it in your story and tag me at Coach Bonds. You can also tag Mind and Body Co. so we can share it to our story, show you some love. If you have not written a review or given us a five-star rating and you love the podcast, please make sure that you do so. Visibility on social media is so competitive and not for nothing, brown faces have to compete just as hard. So if you really do care and you want to support this, make sure that you share this and that you, you help grow the community. I appreciate you. Have the best day of your lives. Love you. Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in.